1: Hey, ladies, welcome back to the Urban Christian Woman podcast. We are wrapping up our series on spiritual practices for urban women, spiritual formation. And I am so grateful today for our guest, Dr. Barbara Peacock, to be Mm -hmm. joining us to talk about prayer. Mm -hmm. Welcome, Dr. Peacock. We are glad to have you here. We've already been just fellowshipping. Honey, okay.
2: I am delighted to be here. Thank you for having me.
1: We are so, so glad. Um, Ladies, if you do not already have the privilege of knowing about Dr. Peacock's work, we just just buckle up, okay? Because this is going to be a good one. Mm -hmm. She is an author, an award-winning author, and a passionate spiritual director, teacher, and intercessor, okay? We got it. We got the prayer (laughs) folks on the line.
0: Listen, intercession, interceding.
1: Yes, she received her bachelor's degree from North Carolina Central University, her master's from Princeton Theological Seminary, and her demon from Gordon Conwell Theological Seminary. She is the founder of Peacock Soul Care and also serves with the Charlotte based True Value of a Woman Ministry, Brave Works, and the Charlotte Prayer Network. She is co owner with her husband Gilbert of Freedom Financial Advantage. Together they live in North Carolina. We are so excited to center our conversation on prayer today, and particularly because, Dr. Peacock, you recently released a book called Spiritual Practices for Soul Care, mm-hmm. 40 Ways to Deepen Your Faith. And so, ladies, we're going to be talking and promoting and highlighting and encouraging this book in all of our channels. Yeah, and listen, today, put it on
0: your gift list right now. Tell right your now. friend. Tell your tell your homeboy. Tell your homegirl. Tell your husband. Okay. Tell
1: your parents.
0: This is for to Hook you up it's, with this book. Okay. And then bless everyone. somebody with it. Bless somebody with it for sure.
1: That's right. That's mm-hmm. right. And so now, now we just we're we're we already having a good time. But Dr. Peacock, we're going to turn it over to you. Um, tell us any whatever else you want to tell us about yourself. And then um, we'll really start talking about prayer and how that has formed you and what you want to share with the women today about the spiritual practice of prayer.
2: Yes, indeed. Again, I am delighted to be with you and it is an honor. I am humbled. And I do like to talk about prayer. Mm. I I did a workshop years ago and I entitled the workshop, Prayer is Who I Am. So prayer is not something that we do, it's who we are, because it's the one thing that the Apostle Paul tells us to do without ceasing. So that means that we must have a lifestyle of prayer. We are called to pray. I love 2 uh, uh, Chronicles 7.14, or is it 1 Chronicles 7.14, 1 Chronicles 7.14. It says, if my people who are called by my name mm-hmm. will humble themselves and pray, and seek my face, and turn from their wicked ways, God said it's then,
3: Mm -hmm.
2: it's then after we humble ourselves, after we pray, after
3: we repent, it's God says it's then that he will hear from heaven, forgive our
2: sin, and heal our land. And Lord knows we live in a land that needs to be healed. And not only do we live in a land that needs to be healed, our families need to be healed. Our children, our marriages, our schools, our churches. Mm -hmm. So I like to say that prayer is the prescription. It's the medication, the medication of prayer, the salve of prayer. Mm -hmm. I am so thankful that I was born in a praying family. Mm -hmm. the song that my mama prayed for me, the deacon prayed for me. I'm so glad they they prayed prayed for me. They had me on their mind. They They took took the time. time. They took the time. So I encourage every listener to take the time Mm -hmm. and pray for somebody. Make prayer a priority. Make prayer who you are when you wake up. Make prayer who you are throughout the course of the day. Make prayer who you are when you end your day. Mm -hmm. Be a living epistle of prayer. I can't tell you the multiplicity of prayers that I have seen answered. And sometimes God answers with yes. Sometimes God answers with no. Sometimes God answers with grow. And sometimes God answers with wait. Mm -hmm. So I believe Mm -hmm. in prayer. But I know God may not always answer Mm -hmm. the prayer the way I want him to. Mm-hmm. But it's not my responsibility to answer the prayer. My responsibility is to pray the prayer. Mm-hmm. There's a model of prayer that um, I would like to share a little bit about that's not in my book. It's called the the um, the breastplate prayer. I don't know if you've heard of that, Mm-mm. and uh, that's with uh, Bishop Larry Jackson with True Value of a Woman. So we know the breastplate is what the priests wore, and it had like um, twelve stones on the front, and there were four. Rose with three stones across. So that made a total of 12 and two stones of onyx on the shoulder. So when we talk about breastplate prayers, I'm mindful of the necessity I have to pray for my family. So choosing three family members that don't know Jesus Christ and committing to pray for them daily. The second row, praying for three friends that don't know Christ. The third row, praying for three community people that don't know Christ. And the last row, praying for stars or people in Hollywood that don't know Christ. And I trust me, once you pray for these people and pray for their salvation, you will see the manifestation of your prayers. And then on the shoulders, partnering with someone that knows Christ. But in my book, I talk about the axe Prayer, and I talk about several aspects of prayer and spiritual practices for soul care. Very simple model, the axe Prayer, A-C-T-S. Hey, ladies, I got to put you onto
0: something for this holiday season, foray jewelry. It's not just jewelry, it's a whole vibe, kingdom and ethical, straight out of St. Louis. I love that the organization empowers refugee women with skills and work that they can do in the office or at home. It's like wearable art with a backstory that hits you right in the heart. All of their jewelry is handmade by refugee women. I grabbed the journey ring, the brass collar, and the zoom zoom earrings because I'm more of a minimalist kind of black woman, but,
1: Leah, what'd you grab? Girl, I got the Indra Staple Threader gold earrings and the Asmera Hammered Loop earrings in brass because me, I'm a textured and statement gal through and through. And ladies, right now, until December 31st, Foray is giving you a blessing with a 15% off discount code. When you purchase, just put in TUCW as the promo code and you are good to go. Give back while getting decked out and check them out, ladies, at Foray.org. That's F-O-R-A-I.org. Our style, their story.
2: The Acts Prayer, A-C-T-S. I love acronyms they are easy to remember. Mm -hmm. So the A is for adoration. Adoring God in your prayer. He's Jehovah Rapha. He's Jehovah Nisi. He's Jehovah Shalom. He's uh, King of Kings. He's Lord of Lords. He's the great I Am. He's Alpha and Omega. He is our healer. He's our del- Just adoring and worshiping God. Mm-hmm. Praising and worshiping and understanding the difference between the two. Adoring God. But also the importance of confession.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because sisters and brothers, unconfessed, Sin can block your
2: blessing. Mm-hmm. It's important to confess. Confess our faults one to another. We may be healed. Because the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous person availeth much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Confess in our sins. We all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. There's none righteous but him. Confession. And then David says, you know what, God? I may not be able to see what's really going on in my soul. So Holy Spirit, search me and show me what's unclean in me. There's always something unclean in us. And sometimes, I don't know about you, but I confess the same thing over and over and over again because that's, that's right. Soul. But I have that confession. But God will set me free. And he mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. And then confessing to others.
3: We don't have to have a priest. We are royal priesthood ourselves. We are in a priestly community. So confession. So good. Adoration, confession, and thanksgiving. In everything, give thanks. What are you
2: thankful for? Uh, it was either last night or this morning. Sometimes I don't know which is which. I just, be pr- I pray myself to sleep and I wake up praying. So I was, I was thanking the Lord. I was like, okay, what am I going to thank the Lord for today? So I said, God, I thank you for my toenails. I did my body. I mm-hmm. thank you for my toenails. I thank you for my toe. I thank you for my arch. I thank you for my heel. I thank Amen. you for my neck. I thank you for my knee. Mm-hmm. I thank you for my thighs. I thank you for my hip. I thank, I thank God for this machine, this body, this, this vessel, this broken vessel. hmm that he has given me in everything. I thank God for my husband. I thank God for my salvation. I thank God for my daughter, my my son-in-law, my children. I thank God for the breath of
3: life. Mm -hmm. It's one thing to thank God. Yeah, we thank God for the cars and the houses. But thank God for souls
2: that need to be saved. There's this little girl in our neighborhood that I I pray for and I pray for her. She becomes such a burden on my heart. She's on my breastplate. So, when I pray, after I pray the prayers of thanksgiving, I pray the prayers of supplication. That's when you can bring in those breastplate prayers.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Who in your household needs to be saved? Who, in your, who do you know that needs to be healed or delivered or set free?
3: Mm.
2: Prayers of supplication, but don't forget to pray for yourself. Mm-hmm. What do you need God to do for you? Mm-hmm. And I love the lady who went to the judge. He says, I got I to respond to this woman. She keeps on asking. You know, back in the day, they said, oh, you asked one time and that's said, honey, no. Mm-hmm. you Keep on asking. Asking it shall be given. Matthew 7, seeking shall find. Knock and the door shall be open. Asking, and keep on asking. Seeking, keep on seeking. And knock and keep on asking. If it be the Lord's will. Some people be like, well, I don't know. Well, what if I pray? And, 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 and I'm not healed. Well, what if you do pray and you're not healed? You're going to be healed either way, either on this side or the other side. So pray the prayer anyway.
3: You, don't have,
2: you don't have anything to lose by believing. I'm mm-hmm. I don't have anything to lose if I go to the light switch and flip it. We don't think about that as an act of faith, but that's mm. an that's that's unconscious act of faith. We just do it. Mm. So my prayer is that we will have the activity of faith that we're not even conscious of. About mm-hmm. the course of our day. Listen, it, it, and Dr. Peacock. I mean, I mean I'm, just, just gotta, I'm just gone, right? I'm just gone. Peacock, <laughs> I'm you know, gone. You know, Listen,
0: please, please. We write on. Please, we write on it. We write on it. And and let me let let me just sort of help. Just sort of just 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 add one more tear to this, okay? Because Dr. Peacock is modeling what happens when you are you are embodying prayer
3: talk yes. about it
0: when you are embi- i mean it is riches even to the point that as she is praying for other people i you know I, I some of our listeners may have enough of a familiarity with scripture and scripture memory everything that was coming off of your mouth dr peacock was testimony and word
3: yeah.
0: testimony and word, testimony, Absolutely. and word, and and the and as we seek the Lord, what you are model, what you just model for us is that prayer is not just communication; it is communion with God, and it is reminding Him who we are. What's we, because He is not absent; He sees all things and knows all That's things. Right. But it's a dependence. You're modeling a dependence upon Christ Himself. And the word that stands forever, and so I mean, my goodness, I, I'm like somebody give us a organ behind the, <laughs> the behind the peacock right now, because I'm ready to run five laps around my
1: house. You run five laps, she's gonna take us all the way home. I love it. I love. I it. I mean,
0: I could if you didn't say another word, I could prostrate myself <laughs> and go intercede right now. You know, and so Dr. Peacock, you have you have given us. The framework, this these four parts of prayer, adoration, confession, thanksgiving, supplications, talking about the breastplate prayer um, and the practice of prayer, you know, how do we, you know, the Lord's prayer is in Matthew 6, right? And the Lord's prayer is a God. If you could break that down, how do we sort of see adoration, confession, thanksgiving and supplication, even through the Lord's prayer? Because some of us may be like, you know what? Like, it's so hard for me to focus. I'm just going to start out with the Lord's Prayer. Walk a woman through how these four parts are there.
2: Yes, four parts and then some. Mm. Because uh, as you know, uh, in my book, I talk about uh, centering prayer. Mm -hmm. Um, To center ourselves. I'm going to slow it down a little bit. Mm-hmm. to center ourselves
3: in the presence of the divine trinity to center ourselves in the presence of god
2: holy god to center our presence to center ourselves in the presence of the savior of the world to mm-hmm. center ourselves in the presence of the holy spirit
3: mm-hmm.
2: so um Different people need different things. And so we're, I don't light a candle to bring in some other spirits. I just light a candle to keep me centered and because I may like the fragrance, mm-hmm. Some people may like music. I'm a quiet kind of person, but whatever you need to do to center yourself in a space. Mm. And you you mentioned the model prayer that we find in Matthew chapter six,
3: mm-hmm.
2: we also find um, other prayer, that prayer, and I think it's in Luke. But I was reading the prayer, Matthew chapter six, that the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. See, it doesn't say, Lord, teach us how to pray. It said, Lord, teach us to pray. Mm-hmm. That's a lesson all by itself. Teach us to pray. Mm -hmm. But let us back up into that passage.
3: Jesus said to his disciples When you pray, enter your closet. Mm -hmm. When you
2: find it, read it for me, please. When you pray, enter your closet. Mm
3: -hmm. And your father, Who is in secret Mm -hmm. will reward you openly. Mm -hmm. You know, we go go to Psalm
2: 91, it says, dwelling in a secret place of the Most High. So there's this secret place Mm
3: -hmm.
2: that the Holy Spirit is drawing us to. And we are drawn to enter into Mm -hmm. this space. Mm-hmm. So the teaching of Jesus is saying, enter into this space before you open your mouth to say one thing. Mm-hmm. Enter into this space and get centered in me. Do you have the do you have the word right there?
0: Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. It, Matthew 6, starting with verse 6. But when you pray, go into your private
3: room, shut your door, and pray. Okay, right to your there. Father. Okay, okay, okay. okay. When you pray, this is what you do first. We want to go to our Father, which art in heaven, hella be thy name, thy kingdom come.
2: But we have to prepare ourselves. We don't want to uh, barge into prayer. Mm-hmm. We want to, that's why the fruit of the spirit is so important. We want to lovingly and and peacefully and and gently and mm-hmm. and meekly and humbly and faithfully. We want to mm-hmm. enter this 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 space with the right posture.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. So enter into your room. Enter into your closet. Enter mm-hmm. into your space. And what do you do, Toshiba?
3: Shut your door and pray. Shut to- your door. Shut out all the static. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm. Shut out all the noise. Shut out all the idiosyncrasies. Shut out all the 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 the, the programming. Mm. Shut shut off the computer. Shut off the telephone. Shut shut it off. Shut the door. So it's not just a matter of shutting the door. It's it's more about shutting the door spiritually
3: mm-hmm. than
2: shutting the door physically. It's all right. Yeah. Now, okay.
3: We shut door. Yeah.
2: I remember one time I taught on this, and I was like, "Oh!" And it says, "Enter your closet." Oh, and somebody was just so excited. They said, "Oh, when I go home, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fix my closet." It, 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 it's, it's about a space. They were just like so excited. <laughs> it's, 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 it's symbolic—a space. Like how much yeah. space that you go to. So you shut the door, and then what else does it say?
0: And pray to your father who is in res- in secret.
3: And but before fa- you pray, you enter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Shut the door. Settle, settle yourself, set yourself down. And then pray. And then
2: we pray. You say, let's get to our Father.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So that's the adoration. Acknowledging who God is. Our Father. Our God. Our Yahweh. Our Yeshua. Our Holy Spirit. Our Lord. hmm who's above my little life, mm-hmm. my little gender, my little sphere of influence. This this is the God in heaven.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Our God, which is in heaven, hallowed, holy, mm-hmm. adoration. But I, I want to pause there because, because one of the things that I'm a big proponent of as it relates to adoration and as it relates to Discipline number one, which is loving, is that yes, we want to adore God. Yes, we are called to love God, but this God who we meet in secret, he wants us to know that he first loved us.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: and this uh, what I'm getting ready to share with you was one of the most transformative experiences that I had is that I will wake up in the morning just worshiping God and praising God, I say, God, I love you, God, I bless you, God, I magnify you. Have mercy oh God, your wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting, just praising God. Mm-hmm. And, and then God put the brakes on. He said, hold up, Barbara. He said, hold up. That's nice. And you spend a lot of time telling me how much you love me. He said, but Barbara, how much time do you spend? Allow me to tell you how much I love you mm.
3: Mm, mm,
2: mm. because we can't love a God with love. Who is love? unless we first understand that he first loved us. He's the very essence of love. So he loves us first. So I must receive his love first. And I've been practicing this for for decades, but I still have to remind myself, Barbara received God's love first because it's his love that allows your cup to run over. It's his love that he gives you love and you can't love him with something that you don't have. You love him with the love that he gives you. You love yourself with the love that he gives you and you love others with the love that he gives you. So for me, that's the priority in life is receiving God's love. That's the Mm -hmm. first act of worship. And then we can pray. Thank you, Jesus. God, I love you. Hallowed be that. thy kingdom come. And then it goes on in there, forgive us of our trespasses. That's the confession, forgive us of our sins. Ladies, if you're enjoying the ministry
0: and content of The Urban Christian Woman, would you take a minute to write a review and give us a rating on iTunes? Our goal is to get truth into the hands of urban women. You can help us by leaving even a one-sentence review and some stars. This simple act will help increase our visibility for more women to find this podcast and resources to help equip them in their everyday lives. So girl,
1: what you waiting for? Just go ahead and do it right now. And if you haven't yet, join our community on social media. You can find us on Instagram at The Urban Christian Woman, Facebook, The Urban Christian Woman, and on our website, which is theurbanchristianwoman.com. Dr. Peacock, I do
0: I, I, I feel like the Holy Spirit has asked me to ask this question. So, so we go in there. For many of us, especially as women of color, we, uh, we can often find ourselves in spaces where we are striving. Like we have to prove our identity. And you were talking about receiving the love of God Truly, and I I think it's a challenge for us as women to receive the love of God. If you were walking with a woman, how would you walk her through that? Because there there is, I I could even see how you not being able to receive the love of God, you're coming to your prayer time with a to-do list then. Mm -hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Mm
3: Mm-hmm. And and even to 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 add on to that, that is it feels like there's something
1: anchoring there between when we're speaking versus listening, right? Because you have to listen to receive. And so when you think about the dynamics of the prayer life, including speaking and listening, come on. I know there's something in there that is for us about receiving God's love. So yes, just please crack speak that to open, that, Dr. Dr. Peacock. Yeah. You we know, are completely think, off script right now, but just crack it open, Dr. Peacock. This is this is the
2: most important piece. There's nothing more important than knowing that God first loved us. That's Bible 101, Prayer 101, Discipleship 101. It's all one-on-one. So when I when I when I when I uh, was called to write this book on spiritual practices for soul care. And and we're not we're not in my, my office, but in my office I have like I don't know, thousands of books, but I have a section on formation and direction and spirituality and all of that. I have a section on my Black authors section on prayer section on women.
3: And uh, I was embarking upon writing spiritual practices for soul care. And I was like, okay, I have all these disciplines,
2: like which discipline needs to be number one? And which discipline don't we hear a lot about? The Mm -hmm. discipline of loving. We want to we want to practice meditating and, and and contemplating, contemplating, contemplating. <laughs> Come on, that's fine. I'm southern. I'm like, I understand fully what you're you saying. Let me say contemplation or contemplative journey. Okay. But um, <laughs> we we want to do, oh, and I love detachment and attachment. Mm. I love uh, silence and solitude. Mm. I, I I love lectio and
3: Visio. But all of that is for naught Mm. if I don't get the first commandment. It's it's called the first commandment for a reason. Mm -hmm. And it's called
2: uh, the first commission for a reason. But the commandment precedes
3: the commission. Yes, ma'am. We want to go and make disciples without love. We can't do that. I'm walking with somebody mm. in love. I thought about collard greens. Mm. Make it so plain. So collard greens are love. Yes, ma'am. The collard greens are love.
2: But I got my salt and my pepper and my ham hocks and, and I'm trying
3: to make love. Mm. In my marriage. With my children.
2: With my friends, with my colleagues. I'm trying to make collard greens without collards. Mm.
3: I'm trying to love people without love. Mm. Mm. Because God is
2: love. I can know that. But if I can know that on paper, Mm. I need to know that in my heart. Mm -hmm. So if God is love, I need love to have love. I need collard greens to make
3: collard greens. Mm -hmm. Mhm. First John, God is love.. Mm-hmm. And so
2: if I'm going to tell God that I love him and he is love, how can I get this love to love him with? Where do I get this love to love him with? Where do I get this love to love myself? Where do I get this love to love my neighbor as myself? Mm-hmm. First, I must receive love, from the one who is the very essence of love, then I could be a better representative and a better discipler of that love. That's
3: mm. right.
2: I can love my husband now of 45 years. Somebody say 45 years. 45. Amen, somebody. Amen. I can love my husband now because God first loved me. So I can love him when, even when he doesn't tell me that he loves me because. I have enough love for him because I have God's love to share with them. Amen. Amen. And so we're looking for people to tell us that they love us and they don't have the capacity. Mm. We're looking for people to express love to us and they don't have anything, they don't have, their cup is not overflowing. David says my cup overflows so we need a cup of love to overflow into our saucer so that we'll have enough to give to others. I I, I hope I've simplified it a little bit.
1: Ma'am. Yes, ma'am. You, you, you just not just only listen. simplified it, amplified it, and nailed it. Uh, in, in, either one of you married? Yes, we ma'am. We both are. Yes, ma'am. About okay, to celebrate okay. 20. Let's,
2: let me share something with you. Share it. I was married 14 years, and, we, and God moved us from, uh, I think, New Jersey to Michigan. Yeah. And I went to this Bible study in this lady's home, and I remember standing in the arch in her home in between the kitchen and the uh, family room. Mm -hmm. And she just, she just breezed past me. And she
3: said, do you invite the Holy Spirit into your bedroom? I'm married 14 years. I'm like, what? Yeah. The love between
2: everybody, but right now I'm speaking between a a spouse, the the love, and and you're not going to get this outside of marriage. Okay. Mhm. I mm-hmm. don't be trying to perpetrate, okay? Okay. The, the, okay. the love between a man and a woman is holy. Mm-hmm. And the Holy Spirit is present. And that is an act of worship.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And I'll just leave it right
1: there. We can talk after we get offline. Mm. Mm. There might be some offline chatting about that. Dr. Peacock, you are telling us so much um, about not only abiding with God's love in prayer, how we have to receive that and how that overflows into how we love others, into how we love God through our communion with Him in prayer. And I know that you come from a legacy and you are part of a legacy of the spiritual practice of prayer as, as a spiritual inheritance. And so talk to us a little bit as as we close and as we sort of end out. Of how you personally have seen the practice of prayer as a part of your spiritual inheritance, and where we as urban women can look for that as a part of our spiritual inheritance.
2: Yes, uh, most definitely. Thank you so much, Leah. In uh, Soul Care and African American practice, I talk about how we were, uh, how we came from uh, Africa, the continent of Africa, with a multiplicity of faiths. And one of those faiths was uh Christianity.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Came across uh the Middle Passage, the Caribbean, South America, mm-hmm. to uh the East Coast of North America. Mm-hmm. And with that, we came with spirituality, but that was rechanneled through the mindset of uh Euro-American uh plantation owners. And mm-hmm. so there's a whole dynamic there. I say all that to say we were we were born a spiritual people. And so uh, and then when we look at our desert mothers and desert fathers in the fourth century, we know we know that we have that legacy that uh, we may not always get credit for. But the the desert mothers and desert fathers were from North Africa. So we have that. Mm -hmm. And and we have we are born on the shoulders of slaves and they prayed and sung and cried and fought their way through. So we have, a, mm-hmm. we have a built-in legacy of prayer, mm-hmm. but in so many ways we have gone away from it, but in other ways we have kept it. So let us, uh, for the sake of time, let us stand on the shoulders of of the commonality of our foreparents
3: mm-hmm.
2: as praying people. It is prayer that brought us through. It is faith that brought us through. It's that shining North Star that we kept our eyes on. We kept on believing in the midst of persecution. We sung hymns we so so we have that, but then, mm-hmm. as uh a people through the civil rights movement mm-hmm. and through uh administrations of leaderships in the White House, we have prayed our way through mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so there's there's no reason we shouldn't be praying mm-hmm. there's so we 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 must pray mm-hmm. a prayer changes us, and prayer changes the atmosphere, and we have. So many kinds of prayers. We have worshiping prayers and we have warfare prayers. And sometimes you have to go in warfare. But as a child, I was born in a family of praying people. My great grandfather on my uh, mother's side and my grandfather on my father's side were both founders of schools and churches with other men. And so I was born into prayer. My mother was a praying woman, my grandmother was a praying woman. And uh, in two in uh, 1998, my mother passed. I received a phone call, and my neighbor back home in Whiteville, North Carolina, informed me that my mother had passed. And after my mother passed, I felt like everything that could go wrong began to go wrong in our family. Mm. I mean, it was it was crazy. Mm. It was absurd, and so
3: to Sheba, I was like what's going on, God? What's going on? He said, Barbara, your family doesn't have a prayer covering anymore.
2: And I was like, oh my God. Mama's gone. We don't have a covering. What are we going to do? He
3: was like, well, what are we going to do? What are we going to do, Barbara? <laughs> Barbara, a prayer covering. Tag. I was tagged. God, mm, I believe. You it. You it. <laughs>
2: And I believe uh, if you're listening to this podcast, guess what? You it because you're under the sound <laughs> of my voice. Right. You may be wondering, who this is a setup. Hallelujah. So tag, you it. Because <laughs> <laughs> the rest of your family's not listening. There may be another, but you it. And what a blessing. So this mantle fell on me. And, 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 and I took it on. And I saw God move just like this. Mm. And then I was like, oh, God, if you did that for me personally, how much more the church need needs it, so I was hired to work for this church in nineteen uh uh ninety eight right right after I think I was actually yeah, 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 and so I began to establish a prayer ministry at that church, and then I started working for another church, and I started a prayer ministry at that church, and these prayer ministries are going on still going on we have we have prayer rooms in the churches, we have people praying at the altar, we have prayer prayer conferences. We, we studied this, the uh, the Talit, the prayer shawl. Mm. We've done all kinds of prayer conferences overnight, foot washing. Somebody say prayer, 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 prayer. Yes. I believe in the power of prayer. Mm-hmm. I believe in laying hands on the sick. I believe in casting out demons. I believe in Come praying. In the I believe in living a life of prayer without feats. Because even when you are not praying uh, with your mouth, your spirit is praying. Because Paul That's says right. Praise for the things we don't know what to pray for. And Mm. so, but in that, it's important to speak prayers, but it's just as important, if not more important, to listen to what God is saying to you. That's what, you get your marching orders. You ever get up in a day, you ever have a day where you just don't know what to do? Well, that's because you don't have your marching orders from the beginning you just wandering around all over. Like, what do I do? Honey, I, you need to know what you're doing next before you get out of the bed. You need to have s- some direction, some yes. direction. Of course, God would, is going to intervene throughout the course of the day, but you need the big picture. You need the Roman number one or the, and, and and let God fill in the, the alphabet, the capital alphabet A mm-hmm. and, and, mm-hmm. and, the, and the, the little one. The number one and little A. a. And all, uh-huh. Let him fill in all of that, but get you a plan. Ooh, plan. Yes. Yes. He knows the plan, But we have to get the, we have to get the plan. And he's not gonna give us the full pitch, he just gives us a little bit. But once he knows he can trust us with one yes, you say one yes, and and then you'll be saying another yes and another yes and another yes. Mm.
3: That's right. Okay. Listen, not only are we getting our martial orders from God every day, but we just got a whole training
1: up under this prayer warrior, Dr. Peacock. We are so grateful. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for taking the time and not only taking the time here, but taking the time in your lifetime mm-hmm. to abide in God's presence so that your yeah. the wisdom that He's given you can be shared with our listeners. We so appreciate it. Ladies, we could go, we could keep talking because there are so there's so many riches that have just been tapped into here. But in light of our conversation being centered around prayer, Dr. Peacock, we would love to ask you for a moment and the privilege of you praying for our listeners as we close. Would you pray for us?
2: Yes, let us pray. And as we pray, I'm going to pause for a moment of silence for us to center ourselves. So just center yourself, bring your mind in into the space, let go of all the other stuff, and let us just focus on Yeshua. God, we thank you for today and the anointing that is upon it. We ask that you guide our steps. You guide our tongue. You guide our thoughts. You guide our ways. And God, today our focus was prayer. And maybe there's someone listening that needs a breakthrough. Someone that needs healing or deliverance someone that needs to be encouraged, someone that's in the bed that just can't get up. God, I pray for strength right now in the name of Jesus. God, I pray for every family member. I pray for people that don't know you in these families, that we will be a light to them. I ask that you will give these listeners the, the ease to carry the mantle of prayer because your yoke is easy. I thank you that they are salt and light wherever they go. Now God, I ask that you bless the hosts, that you will continue to guide them and lead them and strengthen them. And thank you for first loving us all. We give you glory in Jesus' name.
1: Amen. Amen. Have a blessed day, ladies.